boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos. Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Waika. Welcome back to the pod. This week we are back with our special guest, Daniela Fuentes. Last week we talked about her her story of living in the United States and returning to Chile. If you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to go back and listen. And this week we'll be talking about her work and her experience working with a startup in Chile. Remember, if you get lost as you're listening, be sure to check out the transcript and vocabulary guide on our website. Welcome back, Danny. Yay, thank you so much. So to start, tell us who do you work for? All right. <laughs> it's uh, a basic question. <laughs> yes. Uh, my company is called Heike Resources. It's a German startup. We are very tiny, I would say. Here in Chile, it's the founder, Sven, Florian, who is my coworker, and me as the main people. And then we have an intern and we have an admin person. So it's like five people. And then in Europe, we have about eight, I think, people who work in IT. So it's pretty small. Yeah, super and, small. And what is the product that you're selling? We have a software, uh, of course, because we're a startup. <laughs> and uh, it's called Time Tool. And it's uh, a software mainly for the mining industry or any kind of a company that gives services in mining sector or construction who are interested to know the cost of their projects based on the hours that their people work, the consumables and the assets that they have and how long those assets are working or whether they're working or not. Super cool, guys. <laughs> now, it's not that fun as a concept, but it actually is something that is needed in the market uh, as Interestingly enough, even though we are in a digital world, a lot of the information that you need to know how many hours your worker is working, how many hours your machines are working, and what kind of consumables you're using for your work, all of that is done through paper. And so there's a lot of process that goes through like someone writing it down and then passing it to another person who puts it into a computer, who puts it into a system like SAP. So we're trying to digitalize the process. So it's way Uh, more efficient. Oh yeah. And then put it all in one uh, system as opposed to many different systems. Okay. Got it. So what's your role? Officially, I am the sales and key account manager. For a very long time, I was the only Spanish-speaking person in the company here in Chile. For people who know about how Chile works, everything is really hard for companies because bureaucracy is extremely high. You have to do a lot of things, go to banks and notaries and talk to lawyers and the, and the tax people, and it's just really, really bad. And so for not having a single Spanish-speaking person in your company, it's just, it will kill you. And for that reason, even though sales is my main job and their relationships with the clients, I also got doing a lot of admin work. And I'm right now, at this moment, I'm trying to pass some of that to someone else so I can focus on my area. But 
as a startup, I mean, anybody who wants to work in a startup or anybody who works in a startup knows that you're going to find yourself doing a lot of different things, which is yeah. great because you learn a lot and also can be tiring, but you, you have to have the personality to be part of it. To wear a lot of hats. Yes. yes. So yes. it seems like in that situation, it was vital that you spoke fluent English. Yeah, of course. No, 100% because our company uh, is English speaking based. I mean, it was a, a requirement that I would be able to speak English in order to get the job. So being as fluent as you are in English, it's really opened a lot of doors for you uh, career-wise. Yes, 100%. I think it's always a plus. I mean, to be able to speak two languages, any any language is always going to open doors. Totally. Not only because you're going to be able to communicate with more people in the world, which is incredible because you can learn so much more but also in the in the workplace especially here in in chile where english is so important at the moment every company wants to have people who speak the language and it's it's, it's reality it's where we are at so having the the ability to speak it fluently will make a huge difference anywhere you go even if it's not a company where you have to speak it all the time if you are looking at the ads, mo most of the ads in Chile are looking for people who speak English at least medium well, I guess. Medium well is a, it's like a term for meat, but like, like inter intermediate. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Thank you. no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, such a carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Chilean. No. Yeah, yeah. So, what has been one of the most exciting parts of working for a startup? Ooh. One of the most exciting parts. I think because as a startup, it's by concept trying to grow, there are certain things that you do that will impact it so enormously that are going to not only impact you and like your moment as a work person, as a worker, but it's going to impact the entire company. Right. For us, the term startup, we usually imagine, you know, nap pods and ping pong tables and <laughs> slides right. we and imagine, all. Like yeah. We imagine like Facebook, Google offices. Uh, what is your kind of office here? Is what's it your office environment? <laughs> uh, my office environment, unfortunately, does not include ping pong tables. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't have that kind of money to have them anyways. <laughs> but I will say that it does include a very, very strict point system that when you lose, you have to buy beer for the fridge. What's the point uh, system based on? It, I always lose. It's the worst point system ever because it's based on different things that you are doing wrong. For instance, like because we want to maintain our like office clean, if you leave anything like any glass, any like spoon, anything that is dirty for the next day, you lose a point. <laughs> in my case, in our case, everybody is super good about making sure that that doesn't happen. So nobody loses points there, mostly. But I lose points because if my phone rings in any kind of meeting, you automatically have to buy a six pack. Yeah. And hold, hold hold up, hold up. You're talking about buying six packs for your work fridge. Yes, yes, for my work fridge. Yes. So when that can you when late. can you drink these beers during work or yeah, after? Yeah, during work. Yeah, yeah, of course. And Especially during How many work. times have you lost? Many times. <laughs> like I think at least four or five. What kind of beer are you buying? <laughs> I have to buy so so I work with Germans so of course they have their certain standards ah. that's why the beer too and 
I've been joking about starting to buy like really cheap beers so that just they like don't crystal. make crystal the school even <laughs> oh. like, so that they don't make me buy it anymore <laughs> because you, I would tell you like this is why I think it's super unfair I am the salesperson my phone rings the most like all the time like many times these clients calling me and the worst thing is like it's not even that it rings even if it vibrates it's really funny because I've been to meetings with my boss you know where when my phone has vibrated he gets the most huge smile ever and stops the entire meeting to tell them that I just lost a six pack like that's my boss so I think that's the difference between a startup and a larger company I would get fired if I if I cracked open a beer, a beer during a meeting. Uh, not in our case. In our case, the the fridge when it does not have beer, it makes our boss very, very upset. And so, <laughs> somebody has to lose. Somebody has to lose, and and so that's why he gets happy when I lose. Instead of getting mad that my phone rang in a meeting, he gets happy. It means there's going to be more beer. In yes, the of course. That's all he's thinking about. At times, I think that he's thought about calling me during it just, just to make <laughs> that's hilarious so i've been very careful lately to try to make my phone not not, not ring but it, it doesn't always mode. work so in that case i guess your stereotypical startup <laughs> idea could like fit the mold but in but i would say for me working a startup means working hard uh, wearing a lot of hats w- wearing a lot of hats Mm-hmm. Um, making a lot of decisions, having a lot of decision power, as opposed to maybe in a big company where like you're just a, I guess, small fish, I guess, in a in big pond. Here, like you have a lot of decision uh, making power. What you say matters, and what you decide can go great or can go really wrong, can impact a lot of people, and. In order to work in a startup, you have to have high identity with your work and you have to want to push hard when you need to push hard. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have moments of like relaxation where, of course, we're going to have beer and we might leave earlier because our boss says, you know what, let's go and leave earlier. But you're going to have a lot of days where you're going to work really late. You're going to have to put the extra extra effort, extra mile. Because if you don't do it, nobody does it. And if, if nobody does it, the company goes down. How is, like, we come from the U.S. where obviously startups are pretty widespread. How are startups seen in Chile? Are they booming? Are there oh, a yeah. lot of startups? In fact, uh, Chile is the biggest startup at the moment, I think, in South America, in Latin America. I, or if we are not the biggest, we're the second biggest. But no, we're like very big in the region for startups. So it's an exciting time for anybody to come here and have a startup. And in fact, we were part of a program that is called Startup Chile, which brings a bunch of different people from many different countries, and including, of course, the startups here in Chile, uh, gives them funds to be able to put their work out there and to be able to grow. So we have a lot of different incentives for startups to, to do good here and a lot of perks and a lot of help and a lot of mentoring and Corfo, which is like our organization, our governmental organization that is in charge basically of making sure we have enough jobs here in Chile and imposing like the economic growth of Chile they are very focused on the startup world so you're going to have for people who have not heard of startups in Chile start to pay a little bit of attention and you'll see we're full of startups everywhere I think that's sold me and Mariah are gonna start our own own startup sorry dynamic English (laughs) no for reals based on what I've read Danny's completely right 
Startup Chile is seen as one of the most successful, if not the most successful startup incubators in South America, if not the world. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most clever parts of Startup Chile is that around the time when the U.S. immigration policy became quite strict, it became difficult for entrepreneurs and small businesses Mm -hmm. to go to the United States. And so Chile recognized that and Chile opened their immigration policy and began to welcome innovators from all over the world. And those seeds were planted and really cool things are happening, like Danny's company and other companies throughout Chile. Which is amazing because I think for a country like ours that steel is so much dependent of things such as copper and then agriculture in a world where we know that if we want to continue developing, we have to be less dependent on those things and start creating, like having all of these people who are coming in and even Chileans who are daring to start playing with technology, with virtual intelligence, with all of these different things, like it's amazing. And I hope that it will it will help us get there, you know. Well, thank you so much for being on the show twice in a row. Yes. I feel very honored <laughs> you, and very you are happy. The, you are the star of Coffee of Gringos. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and for sharing about this exciting time for startups and entrepreneurship in Chile and for sharing your perspective. We've loved having you. Ah, uh, thank you guys. And I think what you guys are doing is part of this whole culture, you know. So you have your, your thing here and you're growing and for anybody who's listening, you should like support and share because things like this are very important. And I think that if you are learning a different language, like this is an amazing way to do it. I know like most Chileans and most people here in Chile are trying to learn English. So totally, totally share the podcast and get on it because this is one of the best ways that you can learn a different language is by listening and practicing. So. Thank you guys for doing this. I think you are making a huge difference here in Chile. And we did not pay her to say that. We did not pay her to say that. Nor did Dynamic English, our institute, which which was also which is also a startup. So there you go. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.